and welcome to Dungeons Don't Worry About It, Season 1 Skywaves, a D&D podcast set somewhere in space. My name is Zayn Accord, I am your not-so-humble Dungeon Master for this journey. Joining me around the table, as will hopefully always join me, is... Hey, I forgot I was first. This is Arcany Jamie <laughs> speaking uh, on behalf of James, who plays Doc on the show. Uh, I am Arthur. I play Mark on the show. Hey, I mean Mason. I play X. Uh, you can find me at Mason Money on TikTok, where I do funny stuff sometimes. Fantastic. When last we left off, after the revelations on the mining facility, the three of you decided you were abandoning the conglomerate. After some advice from X, you guys made your way to Factory 9, a planet full of crime and illegal activity, with the hopes of getting your ship tricked out and all the conglomerate tags removed. After consulting with Mari Kilpatrick in the World's End Bar, Doc getting heavily drunk and Mason drinking a cocktail that included cocaine, uh, you followed her advice and headed to the Rambler's Run, a mechanic shop ran by an Atroxan man by the name of Gertie Bilge. The price tag was way too high for you guys' current bank accounts, but Gertie was willing to cut you a deal if you were able to get some heat off his back, as the Cartesian crime family suspected that he had murdered one of their members. You guys talked to a ramen stall owner and a drug pusher about where this Jesper Cartesian, the supposed deceased, uh, could have been, and they directed you to some sort of tall office building. Inside that office building, you talk to the receptionist, a little rubber ball man named Charles. Uh, and Charles stated that Jesper Cartesian had in fact gone upstairs in that building. And when we left off last episode, the three of you were planning to walk to the elevator and go upstairs. We're not going upstairs if it's an elevator. We're going well, up it's elevator. the upper floor, whatever. It's fine. So We're no just stairs? murdering everyone, correct? We're just including like, that's Jesper, our plan. and we'll go. Guardy Bilge didn't murder Jesper. We did. That is indeed an option. And and correct me if I'm wrong. Charlie can't leave his station, or he'll get like sniped. Right? Yeah. If Charles leaves, he will <laughs> be murdered. That was in his contract. Now, okay. I don't know how contract law works on Factory 9, but technically if a contract includes illegal things, it is inherently null and void. Every contract on Factory 9 includes illegal things, so, you know. Hmm, fair enough. If they're, all, if they're all null and void, then they're all not null and void, is I guess Factory 9's way of thinking. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Um, so we're on an elevator, right? Can you, like, give us a little tease of, like, some elevator music right now? Yeah. I'm like holding my axe. Can we all fit pretty comfortable? I'm actually, or uh, I will make some cheap lo-fi hip hop elevator music that'll go over this. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I did do a little bump a dump bump, but I'm gonna cut that out because it'll probably clash with the music that will go under this scene. But yes, you guys are currently riding an elevator. He he did a really good bump a dump bump bump for you guys. You should have you should have heard it. Yeah, it was so you, good. Yeah, the music should be Zane. What's up? It should be the girl from Impanita with, uh, like, laser sounds. I'm not sure I can get the copyright clearance bum, to do that. Bum, bum, pew, 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 bum, 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 <laughs> pew, 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 pew. So you guys step into the elevator, and it is this sort of, you know, very clinical, um, actually not clinical, but very clean, sort of 80s-inspired elevator. There's wood paneling on the wall. The ceiling is a mirror. Um, it looks way too clean, way too nice, and way too 80s for a planet like this. Um, you can see there is a whole host of buttons of floors to go to. We were told the top floor, right? Yep. So we're hitting all the buttons, right, guys? Make a Christmas tree. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'll make a Christmas tree. Boop, 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 boop. All right. 
Second floor. Please do this for every floor. Yeah, every single floor that we touch. Sixth floor. Just get the audio for it just in case. Okay? Just in case. So Seven audience, floor. even if he even if he cuts any of this, he's done it for every single floor. We're just that dedicated to you as a fan base and audience. Tenth floor. All eight of you. Eleventh floor. Twelfth floor tall building 13th floor good luck on this one oh no oh no 14th floor 21st floor 22nd floor i think this is one of our better bits yeah. 23rd floor Wait, did the voiceover, did the voiceover stutter? Like, is that like canon? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not a, a recording. It's just a guy. It's just a guy who's uh, got a PA mic and he's got to watch what floor you're on. Twenty-fifth floor. <laughs> oh you hear him get a drink of water. <laughs> Wait, shit, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, uh, 28th floor. Goddamn, guys. Uh, Why did you get all of them? Uh. Is that 28? Top floor. Is that it? Oh, God, thank you. Why are <laughs> No, there's more than that. Just the top one is labeled top. Oh, okay. But this is the floor that all the bad guys are on, right? You don't know. All right, I'm going to walk out and start chomping. Uh, you walk out and... As I like to say, you walk out into a hallway of an office building. Wow. I do this a lot, I realized. I was writing this one out, and it's like, how often are they going to be in an office building hallway? Um, This is so (laughs) cool and fantasy. (laughs) Right? Fantasy, just the office. We're really playing D&D now. (laughs) So you you can see the... uh, the, Elevators uh, and office floors? Is this adventure zone? <laughs> uh, you can see the the oh, door God. at the opposite end of the hall from you is slightly cracked, as an opened, not like there's a big ass crack in it. Not yet. Um, and you do hear faint voices uh, coming from the door. I'll just confidently walk up, knock on the door. The door as, as, already. as as you draw closer, you begin to. Uh, hear what the voices are saying you hear uh one voice sort of muffled probably coming from some sort of a hologram uh saying now look i don't care what they're saying you need to draw their attention off of that mechanic fellow and onto the other families and the other voice says look i know i know it just so happens that he beat one of our guys at the race and i guess they just think that he would be the one that did it and the other Ooh, voice, is this gonna be? Is this gonna be a racing arc? Um, and the oh other guy gosh. says, "If they consistently think it's that man and they killed that man, then none of our plans will happen, right? What we're looking for here is a war between the families. I can't take control unless there's violence and weakening of the families." Look, boss, I know, I know what you're looking for here. I know what we're trying to do, but. They want this guy dead. Well, maybe if they kill him, you know, then they might see other problems. I'm going to knock on the door. and put my head in and say, hey, I was scheduled to interrupt this meeting. Um, Awesome. (laughs) Okay, sure. You look, so you poke your head in and you see um, sitting on a leather couch is a human man with his, uh, with black hair slicked back, a a white t-shirt and a black leather jacket. Um, he's got a small blaster on his hip and long, a long burn stretches from his left ear all the way down underneath of his shirt. Uh, the other man is wearing a military uniform. You can see he's on the hologram. So a small form wearing a military uniform. Uh, you can see he's got short, uh, Short hair with that is like black hair, uh, with that like grain at the temples, you know. 
um, very stern, very, uh, uh, you know, serious face. This is very clearly a military man. And you can see... He's so got, I recognize this military man. Give me a second. He's got three, uh, <laughs> five stars, the mark of a general on his lapel. Um, <laughs> no, his father has long hair because uh, okay, his father's God. an elf. This is a human. Sorry, Come I on, forgot man. which hair. Golly. <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, all three of you recognize the man in the hologram because uh, way back when, when you guys were in basic training, uh, General Michael Darksky took over for uh, oh, Rintan Clicks after he died. No. For the viewers, this happened in our uh, pre-game episodes. Now, of course, um, X, you recognize the man here in person uh, because Ooh. this is Jesper Cartesian. <gasps> Backstory. When I realized that it's like a general of the army that we're quote-unquote in. As soon as you walk in, you, uh, Michael Darksky goes, I snap to attention, I'm saying, uh, I go, and hangs up. Wait, no, I, I was snapping to attention, I was addressing okay. him. Okay. Know? I'm I was like, like, Doc is like in this awkward spot where like everyone knows someone but him, no, and you... he's just kind of like looking in between, no, no, don't, don't, inter I know that you think I remember the general, <laughs> but it's Doc, he definitely doesn't remember who he was, and so he's just like, like, I... I guess I'm alone on this. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I guess it's your backstory episode. <laughs> X, so, fine. So, Mark, you stand at attention. What do you say? Yeah, I say, you need a war on this planet, sir? Well, that's a general idea, boy, but I'll leave this conversation to Mr. Cartesian over here. And he hangs up. Uh, Jesper kind of stands up, and he's like, um... Well, what are you boys doing here? I reach out for a handshake. You kind of, uh... Alright, uh, go ahead and roll for me a persuasion check. I'm good at those. Let's see if my dice will let me roll it. <laughs> that is a 21. 21? Yeah, 16 plus 5. Uh, he very gingerly and carefully reaches out and shakes your hand. The moment his hand is in mine, I'm going to grab it really hard and say, Doc, grab him! Oh shit! Okay. I, oh, I grapple him. Grapple him. All right. And I have this is going to be a yes. This is going to be a contested athletics check. Would it be at advantage since I already kind of have his hand inhibiting his movement a little bit? Um, he already Doc already has advantage, I think, from a thing. Yeah, I have. I have a feet. Awesome. Right. I have the grappler feet. All right, Doc, what'd you roll? Uh. Beach with the uh, advantage, I rolled a 17 plus my strength modifier, which if you really need me to tally that up, um, it's 22. 22? I rolled a natural one. <laughs> so I, you And I also, I pinned the creature to the ground. Okay, so you, uh, you guys, in like a quick motion, uh, grab this man's hand and then immediately... Pin, his, pin him to the ground. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on here? What? Is no, there, is no there what the, do I do? What is a, there what the computer do I do? Do I that uh, the general was calling us on? Uh, the, I mean, the holocron is just, uh, it's an element built into the desk. I'm just going to pull out my gun and shoot it so that he can't call us back. All right. Here's the thing. They want to kill our engineer because this man is supposedly dead. Let's take him downstairs and throw him out in the streets. And now they declare, not so dead now, are you? Hey, boys, come on, help me out here. Uh, this man shouts. And uh, from uh, in the wall, four panels slide up. And four men in suits wearing sunglasses walk out. And it is at this moment that I need the three of you to roll initiative. Mark, you forgot to say boring conversation anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Boring conversation I anyway. I got a 14. I got no, a 14. It doesn't ca you, can't, you can't just... It's not like this is a podcast medium where you can edit that in later, okay? You have to, you have to say it in the moment. Anyways, roll initiative. I did. I rolled bad. Can I roll again? No. What did you roll? Six. Six. Okay. And X, you said you rolled a 14. Sir. All right, Doc, what do you got? Well, I rolled this 
weird dice that I haven't rolled before, and I just realized that it doesn't have a 20, it just has a symbol, and I rolled the symbol, so I guess that's a 20. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. And plus well. your dex mod? My dexterity mod? Oh, f- so one. 21, baby doll. 21. Cool. Where are my big boy pants today? Uh, at the top of the initiative is one of the suits. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Can I real quick Natural say something 20? anyways, even though one of the suits is going first? Sure. I'm going to say, Doc, get him outside. We'll hold these guys off. Uh, So, this suit is going to run up to Doc, who is holding his boss, and he's going to make, uh, he's going to pull out an electrified club, two electrified clubs, and begin to attack you with them. He gets three attacks, and I'm just going to roll them all at once. I, I have a question. I have a question. Before you before you roll. Okay. Is there no chance that we can't role play through this, this uh, initiative? Only because, and just hear me out on this, and we can go back to doing what you had planned regardless. But my thought is, if these guys, if they're supposed to protect their boss... Mm-hmm. And I have their boss under my grasp, and I have an axe to their throat because I'm always carrying that around. Don't you think we could do a little bit of negotiating here? The or would one of those fucking idiots just run at me with a fucking club when I have an axe drawn at his neck and I have him pinned to the well, ground? Well, currently you don't have your axe to Jesper's neck, but I will say that at Why? least because you didn't Why say that. I? Well, y'all talk the whole time, but like I'm always I'm always carrying the axe. If I'm pinning someone to the ground with my hands, then my axe is involved in that somehow. All right, fair enough. Here's what I will say. At least for the uh I'll tell you this for free. It is the first suit and then you in initiative. So what you do on your turn can change things from there. The first suit will be attacking you out of instinct. Uh, the other suit. The other suits are looking at this guy and being like, "Oh my god, rookie fucker! He has an axe. Yeah, Why would it. you go chase him down? Like they're so pissed, they're <laughs> yeah. freaking out. They're like, our boss is gonna die. Um, our boss is so gonna die. So actually, thinking <laughs> think, thinking about the situation, instead of just going for a uh, straight attack, it is going to try to tackle you off of its boss. He's uh, like, I'm coming, boss. So, uh, so <laughs> this will be a contested athletics check. I'm gonna help you. That's his canonical voice. Yeah, um, he sounds like all of the all of the suits are like, boss, boss. We're trying to save <laughs> you, man. We're gonna get you. We're gonna do it, boss. Boss, boss, boss. Boss, we'll save you. All right. So, what'd you roll? <laughs> Unnatural 23. Uh, I rolled a 10. <laughs> so ah. this uh, this man in a full suit, you know, buttoned, buttoned down, straight black tie, black jacket, sunglasses, uh, just runs at you, tackles into you, and just kind of hits you and stops. Uh, like it ran into He's a like, brick I'm wall. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. Um, I didn't mean to hit you. Go ahead and, if you will, if you wish, roll an insight check for me. Insight or perception, specifically Doc. And this insight roll will determine if I know his age, which is seven years old. Um, no, you actually recognize this guy. It's Craig from accounting. It's Greg. This is a 16. 16. This man's skin was cold. Too cold. He's a ghost. (laughs) Ghost. Um, And after that, uh, after him tackling. If there's ghosts, you have to tell us, otherwise, it's entrapment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is currently now Doc's turn. I okay, hold on. I kind of have to think about what Doc would do if someone just bumped into him. Was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, I think Doc's first thing he says is, "No, no, why would you do that? Like, why, why would you do? Can I just like, I know that this is breaking the rules a little bit, but kind of like talk to this guy for a second? I'm sure all their guns are are drawn on all of us." 
I'm, okay, this is what Doc's going to say. Now, why would you... <laughs> I did the guy's voice. Hold on. Why would you do that? Like, okay, hold on. Time out. Time out. Can we just talk <laughs> about this? I have an axe to your boss's throat. Can... Here, I'll let I'll let this guy just back up, and he can be in y'all's corner, um, and then we can just do this whole pointy our weapons at each other and talk sort of thing. Uh, this man makes no reaction on his face. Are you saying that they don't sound like? Oh well, you know, I just thought, can I get you out and get the boss out of your hands? You know. Uh, <laughs> at at least for right now, they don't speak. All right, but when he bumped into me, he made an exhale that sounded like. Urgh! Like it was, it was there a little bit. I could tell no, what he's if, going if, to sound if, like. If anything, when he bumped into you, it kind of went. Uh, are y'all robot ghosts? Um, what I'm gonna do? Okay, he's he's right up against me. If I like try to drag his boss out of the room, like he Mark suggested, he would get I an attack of opportunity. Yeah. But what if I just decided to? All right, I'm going to look at Mark and I'm going to like kind of grin my teeth, kind of like, sorry. And I'm going to just bring the axe down on the boss. Oh, (sighs) all right. But Um, we can't prove he's not dead if he's dead. Okay, Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. I got this, guys. <laughs> Disper's gonna have a like oh a ten AC one HP, and you're just gonna hey, murder hey, him hey, outright, hey, and do- we're gonna be in so much trouble. Hey, hey, Doc. While you're yeah. rolling this attack, uh, go ahead and roll a second dice, and take whichever one is lower. Lower. Yep. You roll it with disadvantage. I'm gonna kill his boss. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? All right. Wait. Hold on. How do melee attacks hap- uh, work on ungrappled people? Would it cancel out that disadvantage then? Um, if you are the one grappling, you have to let go to attack. Can Doc bite his neck with his really big mouth full of teeth? Yeah, but it wouldn't do as that much damage. Oh, fine. Be like that. Give me just one second. I'm going to try to outrule you. Um, <laughs> You're looking for something that gives you advantage? Yeah. Yeah. Rage doesn't do that. Nope. Uh, if you make a, a, a frenzied attack, or a reckless attack. But then they have advantage against you. Yep. That's fine. I'm going to reckless attack and cancel that out. Okay, go ahead and roll to attack. All right. All right, do I need to send pictures to y'all? Because I've been rolling fire today. What'd you roll? Nice. Rolled an 18 plus 6. Wow. So, math. Okay, so as you you swing your your axe down at this... uh, this uh, stereotypical Italian gangster, um, you watch as his form starts to slightly flicker, as if he's got some technology on him that's doing something, and you're like, "What?" And then you just swing down your axe and you hit him. No, and then I say, as I'm as I'm gonna frenzy and do my bonus attack, I'm going to. I'm gonna, I'm talking to Mark while bringing the axe down again, and I'm like, "We'll just prove that he wasn't dead by showing how he died, which is by me. I killed him." And then I bring the axe down again. Um, that would that would get our uh, engineer off, of, right? Yeah, I think I think that would work. Yeah, I th- I think Dog's actually pretty smart on this one. If if it's not him, it's me. Exactly. Um, all right, so I rolled a. 14 all right uh plus six so 20 unnatural okay 20 unnatural yeah that also hits all right so damage i get do i roll damage sir yes you do all righty now i just i just want to tell the audience here that that your beloved our beloved dm he told me this great axe does 1d12 slashing okay that's Yes, that is how much a great axe does. Yeah, it's um, not an okay axe. 
it's pretty a great, great axe. Yeah. It's a great axe. That's a good point. All right, so 13. I also have to add strength to that as well, right? For uh, both of those hits? Yes. All right, so total, that is going to be 21 points of damage. Uh, yeah, so you, you sink your axe into this guy's uh, forming. He's like, ow, ow, Jesus Christ, that hurts. Um, and at next up in his initiative, it is him. Um, and he is going to reach enter his leather jacket, and you hear a click, and his form shimmers, shifts, poof, uh, he disappears, and whoop, reapp- <sighs> reappears uh, on the other side of the room, right next to a window. He's got, j- he's got to jump out the freaking window. You don't know. Um, he's and- gonna. Ju- I do know. He's gonna jump out the freaking window. And up next is another one of the suits. Uh, so this. You would have just said he poofs a- around the the uh, opposite end of the room. You wouldn't have mentioned <laughs> the goddamn window if he wasn't gonna <laughs> ju- throw himself out the window. Uh, <laughs> I have plans now. You don't know what he's gonna do. Uh, I know what I'm gonna do. It's the next suit's turn. And this one Mark's is going to run up to you guys, and this one will actually make the three attacks against Doc. Um, so that is going to be a 14, a 12, and a 10. One hits. One hits. All right. Uh, Just hits. You take eight points of damage as this electrified baton slams into you. Cool. Moving on, it is now X's turn. All right, guys. You, you know my luck with this fucking dice, so... <laughs> Lord be with me today. <laughs> All right. Let, let's just see what happens. Okay. The dice want to live another day. I got a 16. 16. Who are you attacking? Good boys. Uh, I'll do the suit. Why not? Okay. Uh, see so you a 16 to hit the closest suit. That does hit. Nice. All right. Mm. Out of curiosity, can I be toxic and use a fire sword? <laughs> be sure. toxic, dude. Be toxic. Just do it. Be toxic. All right, what uh, what dice with the sword again? Or is it just is it just the same as my laser sword? Uh oh, the which which one? The the unstable one. The unstable one. Okay, hold on. I have it written out somewhere. Uh, I need. I know. I need you to roll something. Yes. Hold on. Sorry, I lost where I wrote it down. I think it was in general. It should be. Uh, yes. Okay, roll a d6. Alright, what am I not looking for out of curiosity? If you want it to be a 5 or... Uh, if you want it to be a d12 on damage dice, you want a 5 or a 6. Alright. But then All it right, rolls I got a 5. Let's go. Alright, so it's going to be d12. And remember, if you roll a 5 or lower on your attack, the blade explodes. Attack or dice? Attack. God, all right, come on, Lady Luck, bro. You've been so good to me so far. All right, I got an eight. Eight, okay, plus plus your strength modifier. And by the way, I mean on your to-hit roll, so since you rolled a 16, you don't have to worry well, about it for this attack. Isn't it plus strength and proficiency? Not on damage. Oh, yeah, he was rolling the damage there? Yes. Oh, fair enough. So eight plus your strength modifier. So that would be 12. 12. All right, cool. So you you swing your blade around and stab this jittery, unstable blade into the suit, and sparks fly out of the edge of his uniform. Uh, it is now the other suit's turn. This suit... Quick question, Zane. Yeah? Did you uh, use advantage against me? I did not. Well, it's too late now, right? Yeah. I'll just okay. I'll just remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. for the next time you use it. Um, the third suit will run up to the one of the guys against Doc, one of the uh, suits against Doc, and you watch as his back opens up and transforms uh, with like me- mechanics, 
and he will wrap himself around and uh, it's, it basically does like a backflip over and land in the hands of the suit right up against you in the form of a giant, what appears to be, laser cannon. He turned himself into a laser cannon? Yes. And uh, <laughs> he's a freaking gun. And, the, and then I get blasted. <laughs> the other suit will do the same. So now you are two suits. What? Yes. So now you are only fighting two suits, but both of them have giant laser cannons. Doc starts laughing as he's about to get shot with the laser cannon, and he's like, your freaking friends are just guns. Mark, it's your turn. <laughs> so the two standing suits are up against X and Doc right now, correct? Yes. So I have a clear path to Jesper. Well, you guys are all currently right near the doorway, so to go through, you would get an attack of opportunity. That's fine by me. I'm running through. All right, to Jesper. So remember, these guys now have a laser cannon. Uh, so go ahead and tell me. I need to stop rolling this dice. What? Tell good. me if a natural one hits you. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. You're getting my luck. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. All right, so you're running towards Jesper. You're not supposed yeah. to agree. <laughs> well, I'm getting, I'm getting shit for luck. These guys are supposed to be threatening and scary. I'm going to say to the boys, I'm going to say, meet me at the bottom with a med pack. I'm going to grab oh Jesper. Oh, my gosh. Can I grab Jesper? Do I need to roll for that? Uh, narrate me your whole plan, and then I will tell you what you I'm need going to, to grab him and use my Fae teleport ability to teleport out the window. All right, so... <laughs> What you need to do is roll for me a uh, athletics, I believe, an athletics check with disadvantage. Thane, please, I already only have a, a one on that. Guys, I just want to pre-narrate something. If y'all start falling down the skyscraper, there's going to be a scene where Charles is at his desk, <laughs> and then he yeah, <laughs> he just sees oh that out the God. window. I'd go check on you, but I can't. Um, so. I'm sad about the disadvantage because one of those dice was a natural 20, but I'm not too sad because the other one was a 16 plus 117. Please tell me he rolled lower. He rolled a 14. Yes! So his form uh, jitters and shifts, and you just reach around and grab it. and I then grab him right by his, like, jittery, jifty thing, and I'm like, nah, uh honey, we're going. And <laughs> You hear a quick, oh, shit, and then you two uh, teleport out. Of the window. And, like, I think I get me 30 feet of teleport, so I might as well, we're right by the window. I'll go down, like, 20 feet to start us off. Okay. So, you guys watch as your friend Mark <laughs> runs to this guy and teleports, disappearing. Mark, what you see is you are clutching onto this man, and you appear um, in a narrow alleyway, falling. There is a fire escape up to your left, and the ground is... Several hundred feet below you. Awesome. That's the end of my turn. I have nothing else I can do. All right. It's the next suit's turn. He's gonna he's gonna turn towards both Doc and uh, X, and I need you two to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, I'm gonna get hit. I got a six. Six. Uh, 11. 11. You take... Hold on. Oh, I just realized something. I'll, I'll come back to it here in a second. Uh, you take 13 points of force damage. You are kidding me. Right as now. this oh uh, wave of energy from this cannon uh, blasts oh into you. <laughs> I look at X and I say... Dude, I don't have any medipacks, do you? I, I have a couple, but it's not full health. Dude, our our buddy's totally fucked down there. I'm not <laughs> oh, gonna lie. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I miss him already. He was a, he was a cool guy. Anyways. <laughs> um, cool. Doc, it is your turn. <laughs> Um, 
why does Doc have the urge to jump out the window as well? That makes no <laughs> sense. Um, hey, hmm. hey, I have really bad news. Um, What's up, Zane? What? Um, uh, when you fall at the end of your turn, you immediately fall five hundred feet. So me and Jesper <gasps> both need to just straight up take ten d six falling damage. <gasps> oh. Holy um, shit. Well, okay, so technically, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rule that at the end of Jesper's turn because you guys are together. Well, it was my turn. I am fully fine with taking that damage. Like, let's go down. Uh, If we go... How's the song go? If we go down, we go down together. Whatever the uh, fuck. So, okay, goes. on your turn, I'll then I'll need you real fast to make for me a dexterity saving throw. You want me to do that right now? And then we can yes. real quick take our falling damage? Yes. How close are one of the suits? Oh, no. <gasps> That's a natural oh, one. God, That's a natural oh, one. No. no. We'll see in the chat. Uh, okay. So, Roll a new character. So here's here's where you're lucky. Is this the alleyway that our friend of the ghost was down? It's not 500 feet. Yeah, it's just 10d6 because we have only 100 feet to fall. I'm going and to that's where the luck stops. I'm going <laughs> to rule it slightly less than that. One, because it's a little early and not thematic for a player death. And I probably teleported Jesper beneath me, so he's like cushioning it. I'm I'm having to roll this online. He could be unconscious. He just hopefully he doesn't fucking die. Watch me roll like a nat twenty on my next death save and just be like hit the ground and stand up and be like, I fight. <laughs> Okay. He's unconscious. There's no so way it's not. You take 49 points of damage. I'm down. Ooh. I'm immediately down. Let me look at the rules for dying real quick. I need God, to double check that. Dude. All right. So we'll Does his leg come off? Like <laughs> We'll deal with death saving throws on your turn. Well, I need to double check if I get to roll them or if that was enough to just straight up. Uh, if you have 35. Because you haven't taken any damage yet. No, I haven't. Yeah, so if you you, you said your health was, what, 35? Yeah. So you were just unconscious. Um, And now, Doc, it is your turn. <laughs> um, how close is one of the suits to the window? Uh, They are both about 10 feet from the window. You think I can push a motherfucker 10 feet? I go ahead and roll for me uh, an athletics check. I'll be down here. I'll be like, I'm fine. And then crunch. Right on you. Yeah. I'm not. It's an unnatural 20. Okay. I'm just going to real quick. I should have done this earlier, but I'm going to roll see if they are fine. Yep. Nope. That was a four. Yeah. So you uh, just... Uh, Basically, you back up a couple steps and you run into this suit and you shove him the remainder of your movement to the window. And then after the window, you shove him 10 feet and he flies out the window. Not the, the window that Mark carefully avoided shattering. I just throw someone through it. Yes. Now it is my last. The last thing I see is unconscious takes me <laughs> this giant guy falling towards me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, now here's here's the question, Doc. Do you stay by the window so you can see out of it? I do. Then on your turn, you Cause, witness because the reason I'm pushing I'm pushing him through the window really to get through him to see where Mark is. So, uh, Doc, you throw this man out the window and you run up to the window in the process, and what you see is your friend Mark, battered and bleeding on the ground, and you see this robot man currently falling out the window. Now, Jesper is about to hit the ground and let me roll his dexterity saving throw. That's going to be a 15. Does so, that mean he takes half damage or full damage still? That means he takes half damage. Okay, but he is down 21, so hopefully that'll knock him out well, too. Well, I'm going to roll a new one for him. We'll see if it is higher. A new what for him? Uh, a new set of dice. You're yeah. not going to believe this. I rolled a, on the dice, I rolled a 26. Oh, no. 
Are you sure you can't just use the same one from when I fell and died? I, I understand the shittiness of this situation that you are Come bleeding on, and unconscious. <laughs> but the plus side is, although he takes only 13 damage as he hits the ground, he already did take a good bit of damage when Doc hit him with an axe. So, he doesn't go from full to nothing. He goes from damaged to nothing, as yes. he too is unconscious on the ground. Uh, and it, now it is the next suit's turn. Um, it is going to direct its pulse cannon towards Doc. So, Doc, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. It's got to shoot me out the window. Uh, 16. 16. <laughs> All right, you take half damage. I really right. hope our friend the ghost is in this hallway with like a med pack like, oh shit, guys, Ooh, I need fuck. to heal you up. Uh, okay, so that's 16, <laughs> half to 8. Wait, no, sorry, not just 16. 22, half to 11. Cool. With that, it is X, X's turn. Well, I guess I gotta attack one of the only suits left. <laughs> the only suit left, the yeah. The, I guess I gotta do that. Alright. <laughs> I mean, you can always join the window gang. So here's the question: Are you going to right. attack the man? Or are you going to shove him out the window? Or attack? What you mean? I got an eighteen. Eighteen to hit. All right, go ahead and roll damage. All right. Uh. Yeah, sure. Why not? Can I do a Can I do a fire sword again? Uh, I would. I'm just assuming that you are currently using that sword because that's the sword you got out. Yeah. Alright, so you said I have to roll this D D6 first, right? No, no, no. So it's when you uh light the blade, you roll to see what it is. So you rolled a five so that means it's gonna be a D twelve for damage on this sword today. Wait, okay. That's the case. I got a seven. Seven and it uh plus your modifiers? Plus modifier is gonna be an eleven. Eleven. Fantastic. This robot man, this suit, is looking rough. Alright, everyone else is lying unconscious on the ground 100 feet below. We're going to go ahead and have Mark roll a death saving throw. I'm going to set aside the dice that just fucked me with its, uh, with its natural one. Let's see, that is... It's a five. A five. That's more one failure. That is one failure. Guys, get that med pack down here quick, yeah. unless the ghost uh, is down here. You watch from the window, Doc, as the remaining suit hits the ground, crumples, and dies. Nice. Uh, and it is now your turn. We have one more suit in the building. Axe, man. All right. Reckless roll to attack. attack. Oh, shit. Some of this dice... I gotta roll again. I, I could show a picture later. Some of the, the some of the numbers on this dice are completely gone. I don't know what happened to that. Um, okay. um mm, Oh, advantage because of reckless. That's not very good. Um, that's a oh, that's a sixteen. Sixteen hits. Hit? Okay, good. Um. That's a total of 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. You swing your axe down on this remaining suit, and the metal just crumples and splits in half as you kill him. All right, so I know exactly what I want to do from here. Okay. You are out um, of initiative. Mark, roll another death saving throw. Well, he has a movement stuff. He wants to like jump out a okay. window or run to an elevator. Fair enough. Well, yeah, so I do want to do that stuff. I want to ask the DM just straight up. Yeah. Is there any reason to spend a little bit more time in this room, or can I just go immediately to Mark? Um, It depends upon what you find worthwhile. You theoretically could find clues of some variety in this room as to what plans Michael <sighs> Darksky and Jesper Cartesian were engaging in. I just uh. don't think Doc would care about that um yeah. so doc i i think doc and x if he if he wants to we want to ride the elevator and we're awkwardly just you know same music same guy on the voiceover and we're just like uh i will say i will remind you out of the window is a fire escape 
no, no, no. We we ride down the elevator, and we're like, yeah. And I, I'm like, so, uh, X, you uh, you think Mark's dead? Yeah. Hopefully not. But I can try. I can try to save him. Hopefully. All right. I'm gonna go make sure the other guy's dead. Um, and then, does he need to roll a death slate? death save during that well time. okay so you guys exit the building should i roll one other one real quick just in case i'm gonna roll one all right oh fuck that's a natural one which is immediately <gasps> two deaths <laughs> two fails hold on okay let me narrate so you guys uh rush out the elevator charles is sitting there uh, at, at his desk. Hey guys, uh, how to go upstairs? Where's your other Not guy? Not now, Charles. Not okay. now. Gosh. Uh, you guys rush out the door and you rush. Charles around. lied. He said there wasn't a murder scheduled today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys rush out the door, rush around, and lying in the alleyway is Jes- Jesper Cartesian bleeding, and lying is. Mark, blood stopping, as Regard is currently applying a medipack to him. Oh, thank fuck. Thank Jesus. (laughs) Yes. Thank robot Jesus. (laughs) Regard turns up, all right, bruv, I saw that fall, and I was very worried about him. Is he okay? Uh, Yeah, I've got him stabilized. So, you are going to heal, Mark. Where is my other D4? Uh, you are going to heal nine points of damage. I'm going to painfully and slowly attempt to stand up. I'm going to be like, it worked, guys! I'm so you guys, you guys stand in an alleyway. The three of you, plus Regard, looking down at the unconscious body, currently stabilizing. Of Jesper Cartesian. I'm just gonna grab him by the armpit and start falling. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. No, 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 no. don't do that. Don't do that. Because I got. Hold on. Before you commit to that, yeah, I feel like I was about to do something that might be a better cliffhanger. Okay. Just hear me out, and then if not, you You, can just re-record that line. You grab, you grab Jesper by the shoulders and pull him in for a deep and passionate kiss. No, what? I was going to look around the street and see if there are cameras pointed to the street's location where we are. Um, roll First. for me a perception check. That is a 15 total. 15. You turn and you look right into a camera. All right. And that and then is... I'm no, no, that's not what it fucking <laughs> is. Why would why would that be the why would that because be that's the such a poetic, cool cinema, no, cinematic? No, moment. because this is the this is the ending. I'm going to prop Jasper right in front of the camera, and I'm going to finish the job and decapitate. Him. Jesus Christ! Damn, Making dude. eye contact with the camera the whole time. Making you... eye contact because I want. I, here's here's the thought, Zane. Yeah, the goal was to get all these crime families off of the mechanics back. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be seen on camera decapitating this man. But if he's him. not dead, then he's like, can't be, they can't attack, arrest him for killing him because he isn't dead. Yeah, if Jesper's alive, that's all well and good. Yeah, my goal was to start dragging him by his armpits into the street and go, not so dead now, bitch. Yeah, okay. Before you commit if, to this, if, every, bit. if everyone di- disagrees, that's fine. But if we're if we're okay with it, I would like to kill this. Okay, man. Let's, as, let's roll. As, he caused I mean, Mark's. He almost killed Mark. Basically, he, well, Mark let me, almost killed Mark. If we're honest, but let me yeah. let me say something as the DM, right? If you kill this man, right? Normally, I would just let your actions have consequences, uh, unintended, right? And let you have to deal with the consequences of your actions without giving any forewarning. If you kill this man in full view of a camera, you can be reasonably certain that an entire crime family, essentially the government of a small country, will be coming after you. Should we me... already have a whole army 
that's going to be yeah. coming after us here in a second. I'm decapitating this man. Should me and uh, James just roll like a contested like initiative or dexterity to see who gets Jesper first and does their thing first? If you guys are fine with that. You fine with that? Wait, are we are we all wanting to kill Jasper? No. I'm uh, wanting to drag Jasper into the daylight where they can see his living body. Living in like quotation marks. Well, my only my only argument to that is that the cameras already picked him up falling uh and probably breathing to some point. Yeah, but um, it's a lot easier if we have like a witnesses. Cause that camera could be tied to this building and like they're going to be like, oh, no, we're not going to show the footage to anybody. But if everybody in the street sees him alive, they're going to be like, well, I guess he's alive and not dead. What does X want to do? X, you're the tiebreaker. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. This is coming from somebody who actually likes killing people. It's not worth it. Let's just try to avoid any more controversy because we're already dealing with enough shit as is. I'm just saying. Okay, then this is your ending, Zane. All right. I look into the camera and I prop up Jasper to show his face to the world. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. All right, bruvs. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeons and Don't Worry About It. If you liked it, do the following things on the social medias at DDWI Podcast and maybe subscribe to our podcast pages and leave a rating. Alrighty, we'll see you in the next episode.